0: right now, as I record this, it's my son, my older son's last day of school. And that's why I wanted to start the Summer Sizzler Challenge and get you guys set up and me set up for an amazing summer home with my kids in a really purposeful way. If you're new here, welcome. I'm Kayla. I'm your host of the Mothering Together podcast, which is a podcast for moms with ADHD who are staying home with their kids, their little kids, and find it a little overwhelming to have executive dysfunction on top of being a mom. If that's you, welcome. If you are have been here for a while, welcome back to the challenge, and I'm so excited to have you here. So yesterday we talked about all the ways we want to show up as mom and how we want to be as a mom. You set your intention, and I'm so happy that some of you actually shared on the Facebook group your intention as a mom. They're beautiful. Thank you for participating, and you got entered to win the cool prizes, a coffee gift card, a thrift books gift card, and if you're lucky, a sticker handmade by me and delivered by your local mail carrier. So let's dive in to today. Welcome to the Mothering Together podcast. I'm your host, Kayla, and I am here to be your ADHD mom friend. Together, we're going to discover plausible and practical tips for stay-at-home moms with ADHD. It's not like the other podcasts out there where one woman found success doing XYZ strategy and she thinks anyone can do it. No, no, no. We're going to work through systems to find what works for women like you and me who struggle with time management and organization, who have tried all the other things and they didn't work because they weren't individualized and for us personally. As a mom of two and with ADHD myself, I understand how challenging it can be to balance homemaking, raising those little lovable monsters, and managing our own unique brains. But don't worry, you're not alone. Each week, I release a new episode on Wednesday where I discuss topics related to homemaking, parenting, and time management. I get to leverage my connections as a pediatric SLP to get interviews with experts in the fields of parenting and development. I share my own personal stories and the stories of moms from our community. And most importantly, I fill each of these episodes with practical tips that you can try today. The goal of each and every episode of this podcast is for you to have at least one at least one idea that will give you a whole heck of a lot more ease and a little bit less stress in your day-to-day life as a stay-at-home mom. Whether you are a stay-at-home mom with ADHD or you're just looking for ways to better manage your time in your home, I'm here to help. Go brew yourself the biggest cup of coffee that your Keurig can handle and let's dive in. So as I mentioned yesterday, I think setting your intention of how you want to show up as a mom is really going to guide this um, process today. So if you haven't gone through yesterday's homework, I really think it's worthwhile. Um, I think it's good to set an intention and think, how do I want to show up? How do I want to feel? And then to do some work and think, okay, if I want to be a relaxed, fun mom who's ready to get down on the floor with my kids at any given time, who's ready to kind of push aside some chores and play, if that's what your intention is, then how do I do that and how does that look? And on a schedule, on like an actual schedule of our week, what would that mean? Would that mean that you have to be less busy For us, I know I took, we we are a karate family and I just had a meeting the other day and I said, listen, we're not coming in all summer. We'll start back up at the end of summer because I wanted to have the flexibility to be able to play with my kids in the afternoons every single day instead of three days a week. So making small shifts like that intentionally is super important and that's what we're talking about today. I'm on the East Coast, but I know like West Coast people end up with summer way earlier. So you're probably like already halfway through summer. But for us, it's just beginning over here on the East Coast of the US. And we kind of get, we have the benefit actually of like kind of getting to see like what the struggle could be in advance. I was actually just scrolling on Facebook in one of the many ADHD mom groups and I saw someone posted, my son wrapped up the school year in May and I don't think I've done laundry since then. Or I maybe it was, I, I don't think I have made a meal or followed a meal plan or gone grocery shopping. Basically what happened was summer began and for us folks with ADHD, transition is hard. And so this shift from spring to summer is a giant transition. And unless you prepare for it, it's it's hard so either you're listening and you are about to begin that transition just like me or you already started and maybe it didn't go so well so either way we are going to talk about how to set up a schedule a weekly kind of framework for your week and how to make it exactly what you want within your intentions and then also tomorrow we're going to talk more about the schedule, but about the kind of routine maintenance tasks that have to happen every week. Um, but first you have to do today, get through today and then we'll move on to tomorrow and we'll be halfway through the week. It'll be hump day. Okay. So let's talk about it. I think this is something that neurotypical people typically think ahead about, and I don't think about it until like it's about to start, but it's something that maybe you feel like should come naturally. And it doesn't have to like there's no shame in having to take this moment this opportunity to think ahead to think about how you're going to handle your summer and we're going to use our super energized brains that bounce around like a freaking ball we are going to use them to our advantage today so what we're going to do first and i recommend doing this digitally because we're going to do a lot of movement what we're going to do is we're going to brain dump And we are going to think about summer. And it's very broad when I just say, we're going to think about summer. But think about your intention that you came up with yesterday. And think about every summer from your childhood. Think about the things you want to include in your summer this summer. Are there places you want to go? Are there people you want to see? Are there foods you want to eat? Are there foods you don't want to eat? Are there things that you want to smell or taste or experience? Is there a person in your life who has a tricky schedule that you need to learn in order to get them into your life this summer? Are there people who you haven't seen in a while who you'd like to see this summer? Do you have anything planned? Do you have any big summer trips planned? Um, yeah, so think about all of those things And write them all down. I honestly, if you've used Trello before, this might be the perfect um, use for Trello. Because what I like about it is it's kind of like a whiteboard with sticky notes. Where you could take each, I don't know the terminology, like you create a board and you can take each individual um, bit of the board and kind of move it from one spot to the next. I think that's important. So we're going to write out all of these sort of thoughts about summer. And I'm going to give you some time to do that. And I think maybe you should pause because I can't possibly give you enough time to really write this out, but write it all out, fill a page, like set a timer, maybe for five minutes and just like brain dump, let yourself just go write everything Get a little distracted, get off on a tangent, come back, get off on a tangent, come back. Think about food, think about blah, blah, blah. Think about what you're going to wear. Think about all those things and just brain dump summer and we'll use it for the rest of this week anyway. Even if what you're going to think about isn't related to a schedule, just write it down. We'll use it. Okay. Now this is a step I often leave out. I think what you're going to do next is you're going to prioritize these items. And I just learned this super cool thing. It's called Moscow. It's is that an acronym? It's basically a way to remember how to prioritize. And it's M-S-C-W, must, should, could, would. Okay, and I hate the word should, but it works for this application. So go through this list and say, is this a must? Go through and mark all the musts with an M or a highlighter or if you're using something um, virtual, just like mark it in some way. All the musts, maybe sort it if you're in Trello. Put all the musts in one um, board and then all the shoulds and another board and all the coulds. Um, so must, I must do this. It must get done. It's non-negotiable. It has to happen. This is going to make or break your summer. It's got to happen. Should is something you kind of feel pressure either societal societally, familially, you feel it a pressure internally, maybe like I should get this done this summer. I have time, I'm home, I should do this. And then something you could do. I have an opportunity. It's the summer. I could get this done. It's honestly I feel like for me, the the difference between these things is like a feeling. It's not like I don't know, it just helps me so much to prioritize, and I hope it helps you. So must, should, could, would, and go through and mark M-S-C-W. I sometimes uh, use a different highlighter color for each one. So I'm right here doing this along with you, and I just went through and sorted out my musts, shoulds, coulds, and woulds. I actually didn't end up with any woulds, which is kind of cool and kind of what you want. If you end up with a lot of like, I would do this if I had time, or whatever the would feeling is to you, if you end up with a lot of that, then I'd suggest kind of xing those things out and taking them off your plate for the summer. I am a big fan of removing a lot of the like extraneous stuff that you don't really need to do. So the musts. For us, I must schedule playdates with other kids. We have a trip we're planning to do. I really want to have dates with my husband this summer. Playground time, non-negotiable. We are going to be at playgrounds. Fireworks are non-negotiable for me. Easy recipes are non-negotiable. And then I have certain families, families and friends that I'm like, non-negotiable. We are seeing these people because we love them and they are making it into the calendar right now. Okay. Shoulds are more like, hmm, I should really help my son learn his alphabet this summer. I should go visit... My grandmother, obviously I should, is it a must? No, but should I? Yes. (laughs) Um, purposeful playtime would be for me. Like I am a speech pathologist, so I can't help, but like have internal goals for my kids. And so purposeful playtime would be like, I'm going to play with them and I'm going to really help them learn how to expand their language or whatever social skill or something like that. Do you see the difference, though, between the must, like, I definitely want to do these things, and the shoulds, which are, like, I have this pressure internally to do it, but I don't have to do it. The could is even less, so I have to do it, but it could be fun. So, like, I could go to this place in Massachusetts called the Butterfly Place. I have, like, very mixed feelings about it sensory-wise because bugs land on you, and I'm not sure I love that plan, but I also really like flowers. So I'm not sure about the butterfly place. I could go there, but it's not on my must list. I thought about playing in the sprinklers. That was something I loved to do as a kid. I could do it with my kids. I don't have to do it. I don't even really feel pressure to do it, but if it gets to be a day when I'm like, Ooh, what could we do today? We're feeling a little bit bored. That's going to be something I think about. So think about that prioritize in that way and we're going to move on to kind of a new skill for me that really helps to kind of plan things out. One of my favorite things that my brain doesn't automatically do but that always brings me clarity is organizing or sorting by similarity and It's crazy how, like, my brain really just does not do this automatically. Things do not clump into groups. And if your brain does this naturally, then I'm very jealous because it's probably so easy for you to see patterns and obvious things that are not obvious to the way my brain works. So what you're going to do with your brain dump, and hopefully you did it digitally, is you're going to kind of sort things based on whatever feels right. So... Maybe you're going to sort things by activities that you can do when it's hot or activities you can do when it's cold. Maybe you're going to sort things by location. For us, there's like one family member has a beach house that we have access to. One has a lake house. Like we're very gifted or not gifted. We're very blessed to have that opportunity. I know not everybody does, but think about, are there different environments that you're in every summer? And maybe that's how you sort it by the where, maybe you sort it by the who, who do you want to do these things with? Um, It's really kind of going to be fluid and you're going to sort into groups. Um, Just so you know, for me, when I'm going through this, I am kind of sorting by out of the house and at home, because those for me are most important things. Like, is it going to happen out of the house or is it at home? And for my priorities, I'm really looking at how much time are we going out and I kind of want the setting for summer to be our home so if that's what you want to then that might be a good way to ensure you're getting that balance so summer is really only a couple months it's like two and a half months to three when i think about summer i think about it in the school way um, so just think about june the rest of june july and august and then boom it's time to get a pumpkin spice latte okay so it's really not that much it's about three months and then we're back in it getting the pumpkin latte and taking those apple picking pictures if you're from wherever Johnny Appleseed happened to have walked. Um, So what you're going to do is you're going to take those monthly views. So I'm picturing like, you know, a calendar with the whole month and you are going to plug in your musts, just the musts. Let's just do that. We'll start there. Um, And you're going to plug them all in. You're going to reach out to whomever you have to reach out to to make sure that these things happen because I want you to have the very best summer that you can have and that takes some planning, that takes some forethought. So get to it and let's talk about homework. For your homework today, I want you to either take a picture of your brain dump Or take a picture that's like a selfie of you like getting in the mode or even just your cat as you're getting in the mode, whatever you want to share. I don't really need to see your monthly schedule because I think that breaks like rule number one of internet safety is like sharing your schedule. So obviously, but I do want you to share how this is impacting you over on the Facebook group. Just like share a comment about, I don't know what how it's impacting you, if it helped you, if it gave you some thoughts that you hadn't thought about yet for summer. That is exactly what I want to hear. So go on over to the Facebook page. You'll get entered to win one of the prizes, and I will meet you over there along with all the other group members, and we will cheer you on as you continue on this journey of planning an amazing summer. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Mothering Together. I hope you found it helpful and inspiring. If you want to keep the conversation going and connect with other amazing moms with ADHD, then I'd love for you to join our private Facebook group. It's a great way to get more tips, support, and community. You can find the link in the show notes. And if you have any burning questions or ideas for future episodes, I'm always here to help. So just shoot me an email at motheringtogetherpodcast@gmail.com, at gmail.com and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Remember, you're not alone in this journey. We're all in it together and together we can create a more joyful and fulfilling life. Thanks for tuning in and I'll catch you in the next episode.